All right, Maddie, let's get after it. How are you? Let's go. What's going on? I'm good. Oh, um, probably like introduce the show. So. Oh yeah. Hey y'all, welcome back to Villain Vista. I am your host Maddie, and I am your host Tatiana. And you heard it right. Three weeks in a row. Consistency is key. This is the only thing I come back to. I let the rest of my life be really crazy. But, you know, this time that I have with you in the Zoom room once a week is just like the, the Zoom room. time, but it's like you time. It's like it's us time. And it's y'all's yes. time, too. So please feel welcome. Hello to our three friends listening. Yes. We appreciate you. So, yes. What's going on this week, Maddie? What's happening? Highs and lows. Highs and lows. Okay. Pits and peaks. Yes. Let's start. Pits and peaks. Um, pit. I feel like every Tuesday I'm like taking finals because I have like two quizzes back to back. Um, and so like, I just feel exhausted on Tuesdays. So yesterday was pretty hard because I was just like full studying the entire day. Um, but you know, I got some good grades on my quizzes, so can't complain. As you should. And then my, yes, ma'am. And then my peak was that my cousins came to visit last weekend um they stayed at the apartment with us it was super fun um we just hung out my cousins are a year younger than us oh okay yeah so it was their last weekend before school started and then they love to just like spend time well I'm not gonna say they love to spend time with me per se but they love spending time not in their house because they're so used to like college life and then COVID sent them back and so they didn't have their full like second or second semester first year like because they were first years when COVID started. And so they were sent back. Um, yeah, they were just getting that little taste of freedom. Yeah, exactly. They were like losing their homesickness. And then they were finally like make, making friends and all that. And then they had to be sent back home. And so. Well, girl, you, you know, preaching to the choir. That is yeah. my story of my life in March. Yeah. One year anniversary of being home. So we'll have to do a special episode. For like the death of my social life. We can have like a, what was happening a year ago episode. Mm, I don't know if you want to get into that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Uh, that's like. your piss and peaks, Curly? Okay. Um, I think maybe just, I don't know. I actually, I had an okay week. I don't think there was anything that was particularly like, uh, like this really sucks. I think. I don't, I don't even know if I could call this a pit, but before we started recording, I was just explaining to Maddie that I'm currently in the process of going through sorority recruitment, just to see if that's something that I would be interested in. And a lot of these recruitment events, they're very fun and they're very interesting, but because my school is on the West Coast and I live on the East Coast, as you guys know, all of these events take place like into the night. Like before we started recording, I had a, an event and like the earliest event that I could go to was one that was at 7.30 California time. So 10.30 New York time. And that was only for like an hour and a half. But over the next few days, there are events that go until like midnight California time. So 3 a.m. And, you know, I am someone who really enjoys sleeping. So that's going to be a little bit rough. but I think. It's kind of like a, a pit, but also a peak because I'm very excited to um, meet a lot of new people, make some friends, see if this is something that I really would like to be involved with. 
on my campus. So, you know, it's just a new experience. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. And it's probably a good opportunity for you to meet people, you know, at your new school. Um, and like everyone's doing it on zoom. So you're like, yeah, leveling the playing field. Cool. Cool. So what are we talking about this week? We recently saw there was a lot of posts on social media and, you know, the news and things like that. It's been the one year anniversary since uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter. And I think I want to say seven other people. I'm not exactly sure on that number passed away in that very tragic um, accident. And I know Kobe Bryant is someone and the Lakers are very important to you, Maddie. So did you have anything you wanted to share about that or? Um, yeah. So my family, um, is from like my mom grew up, was my mom's side. So my mom's side, um, they all grew up in, uh, LA Orange County area. And so obviously the team to root for, um, were the Lakers, the Clippers, um, had like an, they weren't there. Um, they were in San Diego for a little bit. And so, the Lakers were like the team to go for. Um, and like that kind of just like that carries on to like my cousins, my first cousins, my second cousins, my mom's first cousins and second cousins, their family in the Philippines. Like everyone just like loves the Lakers. And like, you can ask each generation, like who their favorite player was. My grandpa loves Elgin Baylor, an old time Laker back when they were, um, not in LA. And then my mom's favorite players, like Magic Johnson, my favorite players, Kobe, um, because like, that's just the era I grew up in. And so like the Lakers have always been like, like a very like uniting thing in our family. Like not saying we're not close. Cause we are um, like through generations. Yeah. 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 Like everybody, like, like there's pictures of us. Like we used to like, get nosebleed seats like years ago and like get grouped. Like there'd be like 30 of us at the Laker game. Like and I'm like blood related to every single person, you know? Um, and then my grandma's sister's husband, um, before he passed, he had like a Laker themed birthday party. Like that's how like much, like you can get anybody, like the girls, the boys, like everybody loves just like to sit down and like watch the game. Um, doesn't matter who they're playing. Obviously if they're playing the Celtics, like we're pretty intense. Um, that's pretty intense rivalry. So we're all sitting like, watching the games like my grandpa used to like tape the games and like replay them my my uncle still has those tapes um and so like yeah the Lakers have been like a big part of my life um just as a sports team as like something I'm passionate about um I played basketball in high school I'm not gonna say I was like super good but like I played and like it kind of like taught me to love sports and all that and then obviously Kobe Bryant was like is like my personal like goat like I know people like have their own opinions on who they think's the best my dad's obviously Michael Jordan and I think you know much respect to him but like I grew up watching Kobe I watched him through his 20-year career um and so yeah all my cousins all we all have jerseys we all rocked his shoes on the court like it was just the guy for us um and so when we heard he passed tragically um a year ago like we couldn't believe it. Our family, like I was obviously at school. My cousins were at school. My sister was like playing softball. Like we were all just spread out. Cause like, we don't all live um, super close to each other. Um, and so I remember I heard and I could not believe it. Cause it was a TMZ article that dropped. Yeah. Disgusting. And so I was like, I was like, this isn't real. Yeah. Like I saw a tw- uh, the Twitter news moment popped up and I was like, that's not real. 
I don't think that's true. Like TMZ wouldn't report that. Like it would be reported through like the, like a news source uh, or like ESPN or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I read the article and then I remember like sitting in our apartment last year um, in our dorm and I kept like refreshing the internet and like more articles would come out, more tweets would come out. And then my mom called me and it was like, did you hear? And I was like, I don't believe it. Like, I don't believe you. Um, and yeah, it was like very, an intense feeling. I don't know. It's kind of, I don't really know how to explain it because obviously I never met him personally. I didn't know him. He wasn't like, you know, a family friend, but like, it's like a personal hero almost. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was like tough to figure out, um, and to find out. And, um, yeah, I immediately like texted my cousins and I was like, yo, did you guys hear? And they're like, I can't believe it. Like, I'm, I'm sh- like, I don't want really to use the word shook, but like, they were like shaking. Like we were all just like, our world was like crazy. Um, yeah. So I just remember being like insanely heartbroken. Like I didn't know what was going on. Um, and yeah, that's kind of, I kind of like to block that day just cause like, it was very like heartbreaking for you know a personal hero to like die so tragically so early in his life um and I I like respect him as a player as like a person he supported um women's sports like to the max like he was such a supporter of like the WNBA and like the USA uh, women's national team you know the soccer team Mm -hmm. um so like it was just crazy to um watch that unfold um but yeah he was like he just like he could be a role model for everybody like he's he was like a great dad and especially a girl dad I know like the hashtag was was trending girl dad and like like my dad's a girl dad like he has two girls um and so my dad pulled a lot of inspiration uh like he gave such like inspiring like mental talks like as a player as a person like how to overcome things so my dad really pulled from that my mom obviously was heartbroken but like my sister and I were like dude like that's like our hero and he's like gone but it was nice to like take a day to like reflect and remember and it was obviously nice for like the Lakers to go out and like win the championship in the same year that like he passed um but yeah I think it's just he's a very inspiring person um and like when he retired, even like his nemesis team, like the Boston Celtics were like, we got to give it up to you as much as we hated, as much as we love booing you, we love cheering you on just as much. And so like, that just speaks to like how much like hard work he put in. I don't know. I just love hearing like random stories yeah, about him. I he's just like a funny guy. Um, and like, he's not just a basketball player. Like I said, he's like a dad. He has like an Oscar, I'm pretty sure. Like he's yeah, I think off- he did like a short film. Mm-hmm. he's an author he's a philanthropist like he was going to like college classes um when he was in the league like because he didn't go to college he went straight from high school um to the NBA um so it was nice to it was it's just nice to reflect and thank you to the platform for letting me vent um but yeah I definitely recommend I mean checking him out but like I feel like everybody knows who he is um, I mean I think that um there's always things that can be learned from people and there's always still messages that we can pull from our heroes even if they aren't you know walking the earth with us any longer I think the spirit and his spirit in particular lives on um and his message his movement the type of person he was 
is the type of person that I think a lot of people are aspiring to be like, and especially just like his reach. Um, I don't know, his overall reach, his overall vibe, his overall message. I am, you know, I like basketball. I'm not, you know, not nearly as dedicated as like you and your family are, but you know, my dad really enjoys watching basketball and just sports in general. I'm not really one to sit down and put the game on, but as someone who has been an athlete throughout her life, I've played various sports and I grew up dancing and, you know, I've, I've done a lot. I like to be active. I like to move. And I think just as an athlete myself, I definitely looked up to him just, I guess as inspiration to consistently push myself to be better. And the way I saw it was that he was someone who had reached this level where he was so powerful as an athlete, a dad, a philanthropist, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But he was always saying, how can I do more? How can I help more people? How can I get better on the court? How can I be a better father? How can I, you know, extend my reach even further? How can I consistently inspire? And I, that is something that I hope to be able to do in my future career. And I don't know where that's going to take me and what's going to happen really. But I think I am so inspired by the way he was never stagnant. And I think it's really easy. And actually, let me not say it's really easy. I think sometimes you can get to a point in your life where you're like, okay, well, I'm here. I've done this thing. And now I'm just like, now I can just relax. And I think it's so inspiring how he, and I mean, I see a lot of these traits in him just because we're talking about him, but like even in my own mother where I, I've grown up and watching her consistently, you know, take night classes and add another degree. And she's still pushing to find like, what does she really want to do with her life? And I think it's amazing that she's still building upon her own values, spreading those things to my sister. And I just, you know, I don't know. I'm a little off topic, but I no, I get it. And people and Kobe was one of them. And it's just very inspiring to me. So we, you know, I don't want to dwell on it for too long. And because obviously it's just uh, such a tragedy and we just want to take a moment, speak about his legacy and pay our respects to him, Gianna, and the other lives lost in that uh, tragic accident and send our love and support to their families, their fans, you know. Just yeah, moment to remember. Just sending sending all the good vibes towards all the good family. vibes, all good energy. Um, we say yeah. everything in the most respectful way possible because that's we have nothing but respect for those people. Anyways, moving on. Anyways, um, let's try to lighten up a bit. Um, let's, since we were talking about one of the greatest athletes um, of our generation, in my opinion, I want to know since we were both high school athletes. I want to know the proudest moment you've ever had as an athlete and the most embarrassing moment you've ever had as an athlete. Um, and I will share mine too, to be fair. Let me think, because I was about to say, I'm not someone who gets embarrassed easily, but I, I don't know if that's true. I definitely feel secondhand embarrassment a lot and I get embarrassed a lot over 
Like I think about something that I did like a year ago, and you're like, ago, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, but like in the moment, I thought it was appropriate, but now I'm like, I if I could travel back in time and beat you up, I would. But again, let, let's just get off of my like mental stuff and bring it back to sports. I okay, so my proudest moment, and I don't know why this is the first thing that came to mind. I remember I was in a race. I think it was a hundred meter dash. And this girl and I were neck and neck, like, like so close. And at the last minute, well, not the last minute, but like the last like few seconds, she, I guess, tripped over her own feet and like fell, but she like fell into my lane and I like jumped over her. Nice. And used that momentum to get me across the finish line. And it was a really good day. And the 100 meters, like, fast. So that was probably happening in, like, seconds. Yeah. It all, it all happened really fast. Like, That's it, a DQ, though. Get out of my lane. That's a DQ. Yeah. I, I don't know why she fell. but And then I'm going to also add on a second one. I think any time that I was able to complete a pentathlon, that is something that I'm very proud of myself for. That's a dub. Because the pentathlon was not an easy thing. I don't know why my coach believed in me that I was the one on the team to be the pent girl. But if you're not familiar with the pentathlon, by the way, it is a hundred meter hurdles. Then it is long jump, shot put, high jump. And then the whole thing ends with an 800. So two laps around the track. And if you know me, my cutoff is pretty much like a 200. A 400 if I'm feeling good, but like never in a race. So an 800 in a race almost nearly killed me, especially after doing all that other stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. And like the pentathlon like takes place throughout the night. And if there's any other track girls, track boys in the chat, um, you know that like once you're like done with your event, you can like go eat your pizza, go chat with your friends, take a little nap while you're waiting for the event. It was like the 100 meter hurdles were like in the beginning and the 800 for the pent is like the very last race. So mm-hmm. I would have to spend like the entire track meet. Like there was no relaxation. No snacks. No snack. I mean, I tried to snack, but you know, that 800. Yeah. Maybe it's just me because I'm not an 800 girl at all. And all the 800 girls are like, you, the 800 is easy, breezy, beautiful. But it's like, I, it's literally impossible to pace yourself because it's like, if you start out too hard, it's like, oh, this is painful. Yeah. And it's like, if you start out too, like you literally, it's, it's, it literally is a sprint. Like I felt like there was no time where I was like, okay, like I can slow down. I feel like I kept, a, I tried to keep a consistent pace, but it just, no. And that pace yeah. was sprinting. And it was That's painful. Crazy. Congratulations I, on that. Thank you. I thankfully was never one of those people who vomited after running, but I've definitely seen it. Definitely um, was me. Okay. And embarrassing. Oh, are we talking like about swim, like any, sport? any sport, any sport. Oh, I don't know. Okay, maybe in swim. Okay, so if you don't know, I've never swam. I had never swam on a team before. I do really love swimming. But one time, and this was like in one of the first races I ever swam in, when you like go for the, I think I was doing a 100, 100 meter breaststroke, you can't like... You know, if you're doing freestyle, you can um, mm-hmm. swim underwater and then come mm-hmm. up and start swimming. And 
I really love to just, I, I can like almost go like the full pool length. So I didn't realize that you couldn't do that for the breaststroke. And I did that and I was, you know, going underwater, doing my little dolphin kicks underwater. And then I literally was like disqualified, like on spot. Like, it was very, I was just like, okay. Just get out of the pool. Get yeah, out of literally. it. And what about you? I think my proudest moment. Okay, here, here's it to you guys. I'm not the most athletic person. I feel like that's I No, 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 it's very true. I love sports. I have a very sports analytical brain. Um, like any, most sports I can watch and like be like, okay, that's the play that was supposed to happen. Um, why didn't they cut or why didn't they, what happened? Like, whatever, you know, like intellectually, I feel like I'm a very strong, like I could be like a sports analyst, right? But in execution, I don't know if I'm like the best. Um, so I played basketball and I ran track for, I played basketball all four years track, like for two. But I think my proudest moment would have to be my freshman year basketball, you know, frosh, like not playing like the like crappy teams, you know, like the freshman teams, but you know what? I was balling. I was like, you know what? This is fine. I'm going to ball hard. Right. There was this one game against like what I thought was like our rival school, because like at the time, the freshman team of our actual rival school, like wasn't good. So it was like our rival team. Right. And like, I played like the entire game, which for me, Troy Bolton, you were like, get your head in the game. Like my head was in the game. Like I played the entire game. Like I was calling for subs. I was like, coach, get me off, get me off the, the court or I will collapse. And he was like, you need, you need to suck it up and play because we are winning this game. And I was like, all right, coach, it's fine. I was like crying. I was like, I had to like call my own timeout because I was like, coach, I need, I need water. I need something. Cause it was just like a fast pace. It was like probably one of the best freshman games I've watched in my personal opinion. So like, we're just like, I'm like running, running, whatever, playing like press defense, like just insane, insane. And I'm like 14, 15. So I was like, coach, I'm so tired. He was like, I don't care. I don't give two, I don't give a rat's ass. You are going on that court. And I was like, okay. I was like, can we just extend the halftime? He was like, nah. And so I think it was my proudest moment. We won the game. I felt great. Um, I wanted to like cry afterwards because we had another game. Oh no. <laughs> so that game was tough. I was like, coach, I can't play. And he's like, you have to play. And I was like, I can't do it. Like my legs are giving out. I played like probably like a good portion of that game, but like, yeah, that was crazy. That was a very proud moment. And then also, I mean, I guess I got to slide this in there. Um, my senior year, my team won, um, we got CIF. It's like the championships. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm not yeah, sure. it's, yeah. Uh, for all of our California listeners, like, I don't know. I'll explain it. It's like, they split us into like regions and then there's like championships and then you go to like states and then that, you know, like that. that. So my senior year, um, we won um, the whole thing. We won the San Diego section, uh, D1 girls basketball. Um, I have a ring. I didn't really play that season. I'm be straight up with everybody. I rode the bench. Um, but I you were injured, on the team the and that's all that but I was on the team. I was on the team. And also on our senior night, there was five seniors, which was perfect because you have to play five people, right? Senior night, we played only the seniors, except for when I was like, coach, get me out of this game. I'm, I, my feet are going to fall off um, because like I have like a foot thing. So 
that was fun. And then that night we won league. It was super cool. It was just nice to like, it was like my four years of work. I put quotes up for our listeners. Um, we won, I have a ring. It's pretty cool. Um, didn't, yeah, didn't really play, but you know, like had the best time of my life. It was great. We like, I felt great. We played at, um, San Diego state university in their gym. So oh, super wow. cool to like play in like a nice gym and not our like crappy high school gym for once. So that was really cool. Probably one of my proudest moments. It was great to like, wait, tell me, did yes. you guys do for your senior night? Did you guys do like the big posters? See, I was going to bring that up because no. <laughs> do you want to see mine? I do. I've seen Eliana's. Like, go Bears. Go Bears. Do you see her? That's sick. That's sick, bro. I love it. it was like I told one. Eliana she has to bring her so we can hang it up in the apartment. I'll bring mine when I come visit. <laughs> she was like, which one do you want? I have three. And I was like, that's true. Oh, yeah. Three sport athlete, Miss Girl. But I'll bring mine. Three sport. Mine. I'll hang mine in my loft. Yeah. So anyways... Hello, we're back. Anyways, yeah, probably two of my proudest moments, um, freshman year, senior year championship and playing an entire game. Was that 40 minutes, 48 minutes? Yeah, no, that's an hour. That's some endurance. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. Um, I felt like I was like having an asthma attack. But you made it. You persevered. I did. I did. And I will say that my, one one of my most embarrassing moments, I probably have a couple, but, um, I don't know what year was sophomore year. I'm going to say it's sophomore year. And like my coach is like, Maddie. Oh no, 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 no. No, here's it. I, I swear. I swear. I was like so cocky. I don't know why I wasn't good. I was playing on freshman and JV. Like I was shit. I thought I was the shit. Like I was pulling up in like a sweatband, an armband, my knee pads, with my all black shoes, like being like, I'm a baller. Like I was like, I'm not carrying the balls in, like, whatever. You were like, you, you know, con, like, here I am. Yeah, I felt like I was, like, freaking, like, Kelsey Plum out there, just, like, Candace Parker, like, wiping the bottom of my shoes, like, every time, like, kicking around the sweat. You know, like, I thought I was, like, the shit. I was like, ooh. I was, like, you telling my friends. You doing all that and then sitting <laughs> on the bench the entire game? No, 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 no. This was freshman, sophomore. Oh, I was okay. playing. I was playing. This one you're doing it. I was in it right so I, I was like hell yes bro I was like I was like yeah we, we, this is happening I was telling my friends show up 3 p.m at our games <laughs> it's embarrassing anyways be there or be somewhere this is the game of the year yeah I don't know if this was embarrassing or humiliating or sad but we were playing the same rival team, right? And it was like neck and neck. It was like a home game. All my friends were there. I was hyped. I was like, ooh, we're about to win, right? I was like, I was doing my thing. We we're wearing our white jerseys. It was great. I had my hair up in like a braid. Oh man, it was great. It was amazing. And so, and so it comes down. We're down by two in the last like six seconds. And I was like, damn, it's gonna come up. It's gonna come to me. I was like, the ball, I told my team, I was like, ball, me. It's coming to me, right? Cause I was like, I got it. Cause I thought I got it. I swear. Because I'm not like, I'm not saying that I was bad. Like in regards to like the freshman, I was good. Right. I was, I was like point guard and shooting guard and forward, you know, like I was like, I got it. Right. And so like the ball gets passed to me. Right. It's like, I'm sprinting up course an outlet pass sprinting up court. I got it. I have it. I said, Ooh, let me show you some of my handles. I started dribbling my left hand. I was like, yeah, you can't do that. Crossover. Right. And I look at the clock and I was like, shoot three seconds. And it was this girl that I did not like on the team. 
because we played them so much in the season. I hated this team with like my being. Like I just wanted to beat them, right? So boom, pass it back to my trailer, set up. I'm on the wing. I'm behind the three-point line. I was like, boom. I was like, try. Like I was going to hit that shot like rocket man, right? Boom, ball gets passed to me. It was like slow motion. I was like, I shot it. I saw a bounce, bounce, bounce. And it, and, it, and it did not go in. And the buzzer went off and we lost the game. I felt both embarrassed. <laughs> I was embarrassed, but also I was like, you know what? Everybody I deserve that. <laughs> I deserved that. I had a great game that game, but I deserve that. Right. Like everybody I went has days, but what's killing me is the the way that you set the story up that you walked Bro, in feeling yourself. I walked in because it was like our last game of the season. Right. I was like, I got this. It was a home game. My friends were there. My dad was there. <laughs> My dad was there. And that's that's a big thing. My dad was there. So I walk in feeling good, you know, lace up my shoes, you know, just came, you know, with my backpack, my shitty back, because we didn't have team uniform, or we didn't have, like, team backpacks yet, so my shitty school backpack, my Nike drawstring bag, and I was like, I got this, pull out my shoes, lace up my ankle braces, put on my knee pads. Ankle braces, oh gosh. Oh, I have weak ankles, but, like, yeah, boom, shot, boom, I was like, I was like, it's going in, I left my hand up, saw it bounce, and I was like, yikes, right, and so, and so yeah I went into the like and those shitty or the bad thing about basketball no not the bad thing it's a good thing but it's when you lose a game it's very heartbreaking you have to go shake their hands you can't just leave oh, like right. you have to like go shake the like one two three team's name and then go shake their hands give them high fives and then you go to the locker game like that's just like the thing you do right so I shake their hands and like good game out of good game I was pissed I was like you guys played well but I don't I I don't want to say it back to you and like Whenever there'd be like a person that I didn't like on the team, instead of giving them a high five, I'd just give them a fist bump. Oh, wow. I'm dramatic. I'm dramatic. Um, yeah, so missed the shot, gave him high fives, went to the locker room, apologized to my coach. I was like, coach, I thought I got it. He was like, honestly, I thought you, I thought you had it too. So I just let you take the shot. And I was like, at least you believed in me, coach, you know? And then probably the, the icing on the cake was that my dad went to me. He said, I shot a game-winning shot exactly like that in this gym blank years ago. Was <laughs> like, the, the wound had not even healed. Rivalry game for him, but like playing for another school. But like, he was like, I've hit a game-winning shot. I, this was the first time I dunked in a basketball game in your gym. <laughs> and I was like, poor salt on that. Poor salt. So dads are ruthless. Like. Yeah, but that's probably one of the most embarrassing moments, but also like just like sad. It was just sad. Also throwing in there, like when I used to run away from my coach, when he would like ask people for the four by four, cause I just didn't want to do it. Cause I literally thought you were going to say when I used to run away from home, I was like, oh, no, 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 here? no. When I used to run away from my coach. He'd be like, okay, four by four teams. And I'd be like, Oop, I have to go to the bathroom. My coach knew better. <laughs> my coach was like, better. my coach was like, you know, I'm just going to give up on her. It's fine. But yeah. Anyways, those are my embarrassing stories. I, I feel like those were fun to tell. No, that was amazing. I literally am obsessed with the way that you set that up. That's the fun. I had to, obviously, like, listeners, you didn't see this, but I literally had to, like, cover my mouth because I was going to start cracking up into the mic. 
But like, you can see it. Like, I think you can ask any athlete and they'll say, probably track too. You can like, you can say like, there's a moment when like, you're so in yeah, with your team there. and the game that like everything looks slow motion. Like it's going at normal time, but like it like looks slow motion. And that was one of my times I was like, I could see people cutting. I could see the entire court. You know, I could see, I could see everybody. And I was like, I saw my open shot, grabbed it, stepped, pulled up and I missed. But I learned from that. And I don't think I ever took a game winning shot again. It's okay. You know, there's still time. You can get back into it. You can make something I can, winning shot. You're only 20. I'm only 20. I can like join an IM team. But yeah, that's, that's my fun little embarrassing story. I feel like. I just thought of like another one. And I mean, this is kind of like going into like dance. But no, yeah, let's talk about dance. I mean, I feel like this is going to have to be a whole other thing. Like a whole. True, true. More time than we have if we're going to go into a dance episode. But I remember one day, like my friends and I, we were like at rehearsal and we were just like messing around, like warming up or whatever. And I went to do a hitch kick, which is something that it's like a yeah. little switch. Yeah. I learned that in my dance class that I almost failed. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I went to do a hitch kick, something that I've done thousands of times over my entire like dance career. Mm-hmm. And when I landed and I'm pretty sure I was barefoot, so I don't think it was like a like a sock slipping type situation. Mm-hmm. I just like slipped and literally banged my head so hard on like the wood floor Ooh. and like nearly knocked myself out. And I remember after that, I had like mock trial after dance rehearsal, uh-huh. and I was like laying on the ground, like falling asleep. And my mm-hmm. trial coach was like, you actually have to get up. <laughs> and he kept yelling at me to wake up. And because I literally had a concussion. You're like concussed. I, like, I literally did have a concussion. So I gave myself a concussion doing a hitch kick, which nice. literally nobody else ever has done that. I, I feel like I almost did that when I was in dance class. Yeah, but. But I wasn't like trained. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. It's, it's, and okay. I was wearing socks and like it was dusty. <laughs> it's like. Every dancer, I'm sure, has done a hitch kick in some at some point in their life and has yeah. had almost, but to actually is like a little bit much. But I have I, an embarrassing I, injury story too. Play it on me. <laughs> so setting the scene again, I'm on the half court. You know, I think it's. I swear to God, it's a home game too. I would literally kill to see you play basketball. Like I have, I have like my film from freshman year. Please you can watch send it. me the footage. It's pretty good. I was like a freaking baller, dude. I'll send you pics. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm like in it's game time. I'm probably like third quarter. I was like in it, right? I was ready. And so we had this defense that was like, like a half court press or half court defense. So we were setting it up. I was hype. I don't know. I was like running. And like, I swear I lace up my shoes well. You know, I wore high tops for a good portion of my high school career. So my ankles were well protected. Somehow I tripped over my ankles, fell sprained it got up in front of everybody I in front of everybody I was like oh I, I like fell back on my ankle I don't know how I think I was like you know like when like in movies like when basketball players like run back and like yeah. they like kind of skip back I was doing that skipping back and I think I like just like fell on it um sprained my ankle badly played on it swelled up had to sit out of practice 
it's on film somewhere. I don't know where that film is, but my ankle sprain. Oh yeah. And then also one more thing. Cause I, you'll just get a kick out of this. We were watching film my junior year. We're watching film. And I was like watching myself and I was like, Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't study the playbook. He's going to know. My coach is going to know. He pauses. My coach pauses the video and goes, Castillo, what are you doing? You look like you don't know what you're doing out there. And I was like, I was like sitting in the back of the, the film room, like sitting like this, like, because I don't. I was like, because I shared a name with another teammate of mine. Um, so he called me Castillo. And so he was like, Castillo, why you look like you don't know what you're doing? You're looking around running in circles. And I was like, coach, going to be honest with you. I didn't know the play. And he was like, I can respect the honesty, but you just earn your team like 10 down and backs. And I was like, yes, coach. <laughs> I like, this is going to sound so stupid, but like the fact that you guys like actually had like playbooks. And I know it's like a, a thing. It's not just like a California thing. Mm-hmm. I've never seen like had a coach pull up a play, a playbook for me, but I think it's because I, Normally, I mean, maybe in like soccer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like, I don't know. I, when no, I, I was like laminated. Play, when you said, when you said playbook, I was like, I don't think I've ever actually had a playbook like held up to my face, but back yeah, in I had multiple days. Cause I had like two coaches in my high school career and like one had a playbook and the other one. And then like, we had to study it. And then there were some like, there were some plays in there that I was like, we're never going to use these. And he called it out and I was like, dang it. Dang it. I don't know what's going on. And I pulled up, pulled my team and I was like, what's going on? Wait, she was so like, your coach run. would like say from the sideline, like, yeah. Like the bob and weave or like whatever. Well, yeah. So let's just say we had play called uh, Louisville, right? It's like a three point play. Um, it's like setting up a three point shooter. So we'd be care like if like we weren't fully pressed, he would just say like a lot of the time he'd let us just play motion, you know, just let us play basketball. He taught us how to cut, you know, it was like just a basketball play. But there were some plays where like we needed to get our shooter free because we were down or like we just needed to get a change in motion, right? To like psych out their defense. So you'd be dribbling the ball up the court and he would call Louisville and then you'd set up Louisville in the game, wow. like in game time. I like, I feel like yeah I'm it's kind of like um like softball when they call out pitches and then the rest of the infield knows like how to play it it's um, kind of like that but yeah had a playbook had to study it felt like I was like studying for an AP test because I was like my coach is gonna test me I know it because he knows I'm not doing what I'm doing that's cool I like yeah, that does miss like team sports and I miss high, I miss um there's sometimes in my life where I'm like dang I sorry I just burped Listeners, uh, cut that. I'm not cutting that. People need to know the real you. Um, my, uh, like, hell week. I miss hell week. Like, I miss, like, not being able to, like, sit or, like, walk or stand or... What? Like, hell week kind of, like, it's, like, for your basketball or track for us. Oh, like, 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 preseason? Yeah, but, like, during season. It's, like, the se- it's like before you... It's, like, you know, season usually starts and then you have, like, two weeks-ish... Um, before like you have a meet or a game yeah it's like that first week where like you're conditioning you're running okay but okay so (laughs) you started to say sometimes I kind of miss high school then you said yeah like hell week I miss being able to sit walk or stand oh yeah I I meant that we were still on the 
on the athletic. Oh, I meant sports. What? I was like, what was going on at your high school? (laughs) We also did have a hell week in high school, but yeah, I definitely miss high school sports hell week. Kind of like when you're just like sore for like ever. And like, did you used to carry around like a jug of water? Was that like, were you that kid? I was not that person, but I definitely. During track track season, we used to carry around like the gallon, like plastic. Some of the boys at my school would do that. And yeah, we did it for memes. Yeah, they would do it for real. And we would be like, okay. Also question, have you ever spiked yourself? I'm sure. Nice. I'm sure I've definitely, definitely, I've definitely cleated another person in the face. I get really aggressive when it comes to sports. Like, no, like, I spiked myself because we had a dirt track. So we had to run on one inch spikes at practice. A dirt track? Yeah, we didn't have a, we didn't have like a, like a turf, like with like the rubber. We didn't have a rubber track. It was oh, dirt. Yeah, we're in old school. It's, it's fine. So we had, to, so instead of three fourths spikes or whatever, like little ones that you would run on like normal people track, we had like one inch. So they're huge. And so we used to like put our, spikes in our bag and like go off and then one time we were swinging them around like idiots yeah like, fresh, probably freshman year and I probably put like a fresh like spikes on boom my leg it looked like a tiger attacked me my coach I pulled out the practice and my coach was like are you kidding me and I was like I'm like still like dirt track oh yeah I like I don't think I've ever even seen that in real life I'm like I can send you a pic you can send me a what a picture oh Okay. Yeah, like we just had a dirt <laughs> track. No, it was dirt it was like, rocks. like World War Two Olympics. Yeah, it was crazy. And then like to to practice like block starts, we would have to like nail in our blocks into the dirt. It was like, was it like dust or like literal like dirt? Dirt. Okay, how would they like do the lines? We would- we only ran so. It was like our school and another school had dirt tracks, right? In our dish, in our league for track. Um, so there was my freshman year, we had a home, we had a home meet at our school and like they had to like re-chalk it almost every time. Um, but then we started running at other schools for all, for our dual meets. So we would run at like other schools on their tracks when they weren't using them for our meets. Um, yeah. So we would never have home meets because nobody wanted to run on a, it's just not good for anybody to run on a dirt track. That is so. Yeah. And then we used to like go to other schools and they'd be like, can we see your spikes? Cause they had to make sure that we weren't wearing our one inch. Cause they're like, Oh, look, there's those Bonita kids. Let me check their spikes. <laughs> that is. I'm like, it's terrifying a body experience. Also we're recording this. It's literally almost 1am in New York. So that's what yeah. I'm with. I love my coaches. <laughs> yes, we're just reminiscing, but I think let's get into a little bit about what listeners can expect in the next few weeks. So, you know, we're coming up on Black History Month, so I definitely want to take time to discuss some important topics, things that I just want to rant about, uh, questions that I have, um, I don't know, things that I feel like should be discussed and things that I want to talk about. And Maddie, if you want to talk about things as well. No, I would, um, I would, I will just be listening. I mean, black history is American history. So that is true. Well, black American history, but in the next few weeks, we plan to dedicate at least, you know, a section of each episode to 
something positively black. So that's yes, going to be exciting. I'm definitely already started thinking about some things and Maddie and I are going to start pulling that together in the next week or so. So you can expect that for uh, next Friday's episode and hopefully we'll have a few guests. Yeah, you can expect, well, Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year's coming up. So we'll so probably have a little segment on that and then you can expect um, my roommates and Tatiana's friends to hop on the pod. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah, so the Valentine's Day episode. Our favorite couple on here. Yes, and they have, I told um, one half of our favorite couple that if they're going to be on Bill and Vista, that this is solidifying their relationship. They can't ever break up because that's not good for our brand. So we might have a Bill and Vista wedding. Nice. And then also, I think our future guests have... Um, uh, trademarked our episode when we record all together as the squatty potty or the potty squatty well, um i don't know both sound so great and so terrible potty squatty is what i am leaning towards because it's like I think, a podcast I think, yeah i think potty squatty is good yeah so you can look forward to the potty squatty so yeah i mean I think it's time to get out of here i know this is yeah. like a really random episode and we just really wanted to put something out this week even though Maddie has midterms and school is really picking up for both of us, but yes. we made a promise to each other and to you all to stay consistent. So this might not be the longest episode or the best episode, but I hope. But it was fun for us. All right. We had a great time recording. And that's really all that matters. No. And that is all that matters. We listen to this podcast. Yeah. It's literally me. We get like two listeners and it's like me and Maddie, like listening into it. Back. Yes. Literally. But thank you all for listening and tuning in. Yeah. Um, this has been Villain Vista on our third consecutive episode of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to say yes, big girl, consistent things. We want to send love to all of you listening to all of our friends and maybe my mom. Hi, mom. And yeah. Tell your friends to tell their friends, please to listen in. Yeah. Support us. Help us grow. We'll take you guys along for the ride and um, wear a mask. Wash your hands. We love you. Good night. We love you. Bye. Bye.